Oprah famously said, speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. Can something be true for you and not true for me? In other words, is the truth relative or is the truth fixed? How you answer this question shapes the way you look at the world. Spoiler alert, there's no such thing as your truth. We can't help but talk about the two things we're not supposed to, politics and religion. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls today at one 363 That's one 877 time Doug, can something be true for you but not true for me? Is that possible? Well, that's what the world thinks, Vince. So. Well, but is it possible? Who cares what they think? <laughs> no, it's the, the truth is the truth. Except nowadays it's not. So there, you, I'm telling you. We live in a really mixed up place right now. Well, is it relative or is it fixed? What are some examples of relative truth? Because that's not a term that everyone uses. So what could be a relative truth? Well, a relative truth. Let's see. Um, that it is, uh, it's cold in a room, for instance, right? Are you still in my I'm line? I'm still in your line. Okay. It's cold in a room, and, uh, you know, some women can think that it's cold in a room, like my wife. No, Doug, she, that's terribly she, sexist well, to say. Well, that's a true story, though. Okay. So you think about this. She can say that 74 degrees is cold in our house, and, uh, you know, to me, it's warm. To her, it's cold. So her what? truth is she's freezing, and my truth is it's... Uh, it's warm in that house, so if we're going to look at things like that, yeah. Well, so every morning we come together for prayer, and mm-hmm. in that prayer meeting, it's about 72, 73, 74, something like that, and we've got some people fanning and some people under blankets. It's really hilarious to see. Yeah, it is. Um, but the fact is, well, what is the fact? Is it is it cold or is it not cold, Doug? Well, it should just be comfortable. I think at 74, everybody should be pretty comfortable. Well, you would think. How about... If it's 74 outside, Vince, it's warm to me, so... So my favorite drink is soda water. Yeah. Which is funny to some people, but... Yeah. Club soda, soda water, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I think that's the best drink that there is. Right. Um, Specifically, the Kroger brand 2 liter is quite delicious, actually, believe it or not. Right. But uh, I prefer it in a glass bottle, but the, the Kroger brand is a good alternative. People think I'm nuts because it's Dr. Pepper without any flavor or whatever drink you prefer. But Mine I don't, is sweet iced tea. There you go. I live in Texas. So, so then it wouldn't be true that soda water is the best beverage in the Not world. Not to me, no, sir. Okay, so how about um, abortion is murder? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is true. Uh, there's a headline, actually. Um, abortion should be as common as having a bunion removed, says abortion nurse. During the filming of a Vice News documentary in 2019, abortion nurse LaShonda Pynchon of Alabama Women's Center for Reproductive Alternatives in Huntsville, Alabama said, quote, 
I feel that this should be as common as going to the doctor and having a bunion removed. Nobody ridicules you asks, asking you, why did you have that knot taken off the side of your foot? So nobody should be ridicule, ridiculing you or asking you, why did you remove that fetus from your uterus? Yeah. Doug. That's crazy talk. What right in the world is going on? I don't on? know. That's ridiculous. I can't believe that somebody actually said something like that. And a, a nurse at that. Yeah. Um, so we struggle with what the truth is now for some reason. We've, yeah. we've pushed that your truth may be different than my truth. Therefore, speak your truth because it's so powerful for you to come to grips with what's true for you. Yeah. And let's uh, liberate you and celebrate your perspective of truth even though it's not true. Yeah. We we might ought to put a disclaimer up today and, and tell people <laughs> today yeah, the day for the disclaimer if you have of all small days. children in the room, you might want to send them to another room. Uh but yeah, I mean, you know, what's crazy to me is if a man kills a, a pregnant uh woman that, you know, she, it doesn't matter how pregnant she is, but if a person were to to murder pregnant woman and the baby dies in the process then you can be charged for two murders but when we're talking about abortion it's a different story that i mean it's certainly crazy to compare it to a bunion being removed it's quite crazy uh folks the conversation we're going to have today is is not one that the mainstream media likes so uh this is my cue to remind you if you're on facebook or youtube or wherever you're watching us online Please hit the share button or the heart icon as opposed to the thumbs up. It helps us with the algorithms and get, getting through to your family and friends. So uh, be sure to help us out by doing that. Um, transgender woman. This is another headline. Transgender woman, which means a man, right? Uh, wins Miss Nevada USA title for first time heads to Miss USA pageant. Yeah, so this one I couldn't really wrap my head around. I had to have you explain it to I, me. A I do appreciate times. that you didn't just get it right out of the gate. It's <laughs> it's just totally weird to me to think that this is happening in our world right now. To think, okay, this this man who is a transgender actually competed against real women that were born women and, and this man they, they would prefer you to call them cisgender. But well I have a feeling you're not gonna do I'm that. I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he he competes against real women and he wins and and we saw the person we saw this we did and you can't tell I mean you look at that video of this interview with this Miss USA pageant person Miss Nevada Miss Nevada yeah Not USA yeah Miss Nevada USA who will probably go on to win it as crazy as our world is I'm sorry I'm gonna have a hard time today y'all. Please forgive me and have uh, some grace today because I'll I'll need a little bit of grace. This is here's another one. Swiss professor says teachers students should watch porn together for better better sexual education. Yeah, if that happened when I was growing up and really when you were growing up, even mm-hmm. worse then, that wouldn't yeah. have been good or it would have made the news for all the wrong reasons. Oh yeah. Especially or, or in maybe the South. Be the right reasons. If if we were in in the South back in that day, that teacher would have been run out of town quickly. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking if if a teacher was teaching my child, and I had a child that was the age of a school child to go and do this, I would be at that school protesting this situation because that just sounds like somebody that's really messed up, perverted, and crazy. 
Absolutely. Well, there's no doubt, Doug, that America is facing a crisis. Uh, there's a war on family. There's a war, a war on good morals. There's a war on uh, Christianity. And it's more important now than ever, it seems, uh, that we team up together and let our lawmakers and our thought leaders know that we do want um, biblical principles in our society. And so uh, I'm coming to you again to ask you to help us with the Reclaim America campaign. We send a magazine, End Time Magazine, to all the lawmakers and thought leaders every other month for two whole years. You can contribute to that uh, by going to endtime.com slash USA or giving us a call at 1-800-363-8463 and telling the agent that you want to contribute to Reclaim America. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, volume one, Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith in the hearts of Christians around the world we will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Welcome back to Into the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We would love to hear your questions and thoughts about um, this whole idea that um, you have your truth and I have my truth, and um, you know what all that's going to lead to. There's a lot of interesting things that come out of it. Our society yeah. is certainly, um, for lack of better terms, pretty jacked up because of this idea or at least it's one of the contributing factors. And so uh, we came here today to say there's no such thing as your truth. There's no such thing as my truth. Um, you know, there is the truth, and I can have my opinion. I can have my perspective. You can have yours. We can disagree. But when it uh, comes down to it, there's only one truth, Doug. Yeah, absolutely. That's hard for people to grasp because we've been told for at least several years, and some people for all their life, that... Honey, you know, you, you embrace you and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. 
don't worry about any of this other, other these other things. You just need to uh, come to realize who you are and accept who you are and, yeah. you know, whatever. And so that's turned into some really weird things, actually. And we're going to talk about some of those very, very weird things. Yeah, well, you know, we live in an age of if it feels good, do it. And, you know, that's unfortunately, you, you know, what was the deal that everybody said a few years ago? YOLO, uh, you only live once. I do. Uh, and, and so just do whatever feels good to you. Right. And that's kind of where we are. It's almost like... Um, you know, we were talking the other day about how um, there, there's preachers out there now that say that they have people within their congregations who don't even know, uh, you know, the main stories of the Bible. They can't even tell you about Adam and Eve or, you know, uh, Jonah and the well or the flood and Noah. They, they don't know those stories because they didn't grow up in church. We've become a culture that's kind of become more worldly. and, and Don't uh, get me going, Doug. I know, man. i got to be careful. I'm well, telling I'm, you today. Don't blame it on the church. Don't blame it on the fact they didn't grow up in church. Those parents didn't do their job. Well, they didn't. You're right. You're totally right. But that's the you, job. You were youth pastor have, for many years. Yeah, I was. You had yeah. plenty of parents come to you complaining about their kids' behavior. I'm sure. Yeah, all This the is time. just youth pastoring 101. Yeah, and, and it was always my fault. Can you believe they snuck out at <laughs> night and did all this? It's like... What are you teaching those kids? <laughs> you live with them. Right. You get to determine how they're nurtured. Yeah. And you allowed the TV and the Internet to do yeah. the job that you're supposed to do. Yeah, we're, we're watching America crumble uh, right before our eyes. And, you know, I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you, so... Just um, like three or four... Millennial, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm a few years older than you, and so I grew up in even a different time than you grew up. And back mm-hmm. when I grew up, you know, we we had to say yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, or you know, we we got the switch, and then you had to go pick your Those, own. You switch You can't off say the that tree. on the air. The, I know, the right? The switch. If anything gets a censor, it'll be that on today's corporal punishment. <laughs> all right, a good I, thing. I do want to make sure that you all know <laughs> that Dave is going to be in Ann Arbor, Michigan, on July 10th and July 11th. Uh, July 10th starts at 6 p.m. We'll be talking about the future. And July 11th, he's talking about breaking prophetic fulfillments. You don't want to miss it. Uh, you can learn more about this conference and um, the the venue and whatever other details that you need at endtime.com slash events. So be sure to check that out if you're in the area. Uh, or if you're not and you want to come, you're certainly welcome. So no registrations required, but do make plans to attend in Ann Arbor, Michigan on July 10th and 11th. I looked up before the program today the what world or how truth is defined in the dictionary and it says that which is true or in accordance with fact or reality but that's not where we get our truth so much anymore nowadays uh, we get it from other people's ideas I think but then I looked in the Bible at what Jesus said about truth and in John 17:17 17, 17, he says thy word is truth so the word of the Lord is truth and that's why, you know, when we talk about politics and religion and we come in here and we say, you know, we're going to talk about this today, things that we're not supposed to talk about. But right now, those two are, you know, bumping heads so much in the world. But you're beginning to see the church begin to turn toward the world. And uh, so I, some of the things we're going to talk about today, I'm telling you, Vince, I'm riled up. We better talk about it. I know. We before better long, on. the hour is going to be over. I know. We, we just need to get about- going. But... Um, I did put a quote in here because I think this is important. I'd like to read that quote. And this is uh, this is from uh, a guy who was actually the minister of the Nazi, uh, the Nazis Third Reich Minister of Propaganda. OK, and he was one of Adolf Hitler's closest and most devoted uh, acolytes there that he 
trusted very much. So this is what he said. He said, if you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. The lie can be maintained only for such time as the state can shield the people from the political, economic, and military consequences of the lie. And thus becomes virtually important for the state to use all of its power to repress dissent. For the truth is the moral enemy of the lie, and thus by extension, the truth is the greatest enemy of the state. So the truth is the greatest enemy of the state. Let that sink in for a minute because right now we don't even know what's true when we watch our media. You know, we don't know, uh, was the election true? Is all the propaganda true that we're hearing about? Are all the conspiracy theories true? We don't even know anymore. Is that man a woman? Is that woman a man? Right. You don't know what's real anymore. And so we've got a lot of things that we could have talked about, but these things were just like in our face and we we felt like we needed to talk about these particular things so let me calm down for a second and you can move us along all right well we'll go to an article uh from news punch biden admin adds third gender to u.s passports i almost don't even need to read anymore but there's some stuff in here that uh, is kind of important so we wanted to make sure that you hear it uh joe biden has added a third gender option to the u.s passport for people who do not identify as either male or female Yeah, that's crazy. The policy change is part of Biden's State Department's effort to take further steps toward ensuring the fair treatment of LGBTQ plus U.S. citizens, regardless of their gender or sex. Uh, NBCNews.com reports once the U.S. has a third gender option in place, it will join a growing number of countries with such a passport option, including Australia, Canada, Germany, India, Nepal and New Zealand. In the more immediate term, U.S. passport applicants will be able to self-select their gender and will no longer be required to provide medical documentation if their gender identity does not match the gender marker on their other identity documents. Okay, but Vince, they want to have a vaccine passport, so they want to know, have you had your vaccination yet? They want a passport like that that shows that you've had a vaccine for the COVID-19, but you don't have to show any medical information about your sex and, and how you're born. If you're, I'm sorry, I'm just going to let you keep reading. Well, but see, the vaccine passport's about safety first. Mm. So that's our primary, our, you go anywhere, our number one concern is about your safety. Absolutely. And so yeah. that's different. You yeah. can't compare these two things. Right. I think there's HIPAA laws about that. But. <laughs> Quote, this is an important step towards achieving meaningful progress for LGBTQ equality in America and will empower and enable millions of citizens to travel domestically and internationally with greater confidence that the United States recognizes their gender identity. Because what more important thing do we need than standing in a TSA line going... Do they recognize my gender? Like, that's what you're worried about when you're right. trying to get through TSA? Yeah. Or through customs? Like, yeah. <laughs> how so is that even I, I don't a know. thing to say? I don't know. It, that right there, because I'm already ticked off that i got to take my belt off and my shoes off and all this <laughs> other stuff. But now they're worried if they're going to accept that they're a man dressed as a woman or vice versa. Yeah. Because they identify that way. Yep. Don't get me started. I need to be good. Well, 
We want to read Genesis 5. We do want to read that. Let me get that. Okay. The Bible says in Genesis 5, 2, male and female created he them. So that's two, right? Male and female and blessed them and called their name Adam in that day when they were created. And so that's an Old Testament scripture. And I know a lot of people say, well, that's the Old Testament. You know, what about the New Testament? What Jesus said in Matthew 19, he answered and said unto them, have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, for this cause shall a man leave the father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore, they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man put asunder. So that's Jesus saying this. So that's in the New Testament. So we got both old and new saying the same thing. God created them, male and female. I I don't know what that third thing is. I don't know what gender that is. A they, they say. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's if you look at it, I always talk about how important self-honesty is because if I am not self-honest with me, mm-hmm. I'm going to get jacked up real quick on a lot of different things. Right. So it's it's very important for me to look at a situation, look at my circumstances, and go, Vince, how do you contribute to this mess that you have caused, right? Or this mess that you find yourself in? You did something to contribute to it in most cases. Yeah. I mean, there's been some things in life where I didn't have any control. And I was just in a circumstance due to other people's actions. Right. But nine times out of a, out of ten, I did something to contribute to it. Right. And I found that to be true with other people too. So I've got to be self-honest about it. When I look at this self-honestly, it gets so confusing mm-hmm. and off. I, I don't I don't have a lot of words to say about this because it's just so confusing. Yeah. I have a lot of words to say, but I choose not to say them. I'm just going to be good. But, I mean, okay, so the folks like this are are confused. And I don't want to come across as a bigot. I don't want to come across as somebody that hates another human being for a choice that they make. I know that we're supposed to love those people. I know that Jesus loves those people, that he died on the cross for those people. But, you know, the thing where we are right now, Vince, in the world is whenever people try to say, well, why aren't you like Jesus? Why don't you just love people? Because when Jesus loved people, he always told them, go and sin no more. He didn't say, I love you. Just keep going the way you're going. Stay on that path and just keep, you know, doing what you're doing. He said, go and sin no more. He said, now we have this relationship Stay in this relationship with me. Go and sin no more. I have friends that I love. I have sisters that I love. I, if they're, if I have a sister that is drinking and driving, mm-hmm. and I know about it, out of love, I am going to tell my sister, stop. And I might say, stop it, stupid. Yeah. And I might take her keys away from her. If I have the opportunity to, and she's drunk driving, I will do that. Right. That's not not loving her. Mm-mm. And that's not being That's actually loving her. Yeah. Somebody, oh, that's tough love if you have those conversations. No, that's just love. Like, yeah. That's just loving somebody enough to say, you are about to cause a wreck for you and a whole lot of other people. Yeah. So don't do it. Yeah. And so out of love, I feel obligated that I have to say something, do something, whatever it may be. And Amen. so... I've got to speak truth into this um, 
all into these untruths because yeah. uh, I feel like that's I'm I'm not doing the right thing if I don't. Yeah. Well, so, one of the things that, I mean I. I'm on board with you 100%. But one of the things that's come from this is even more confusion, I feel like. And and so, you know, this next thing we're going to talk about, this next story we've got here, that's where that confusion kind of comes in. They're confused about one thing, but now it's a totally different deal. It's not just about gender anymore. Now you can even be confused about your race. I didn't know that was a thing until today. It is, and I think we'll have to wait until the other side of the break to get oh, into that. Man. Okay. Um, but I will <laughs> remind you that if you hit the share button on Facebook or YouTube or wherever else you're at, it does help us out a lot. So please hit the share button, hit the heart instead of the thumbs up. It'll help us uh, get out in front of more people so you can help by doing that. And also, um, you know, we, we talk about Reclaim America. That campaign still hasn't been wrapped up. There are still several states that are not going to get in Time Magazine as of today. Uh, California, Nevada. Nevada needs it. Miss, Miss Nevada is now a Mr. They really Nevada. need the magazine, Vince. Uh, North Carolina and then several other thought leaders. They are not going to get in Time Magazine for the next two years unless we're able to wrap this up. And so I just wanted to challenge us today. I mean, I think we could do it today. We need... Uh, about what is it 650 people to give a hundred dollars and this would be totally over and so uh, if you appreciate what we try to do here we are teamed up with you in reaching uh, the world with the message of the second coming of Jesus Christ and also the gospel of Jesus Christ and so that's our whole effort here is to explain current events through a lens of Bible prophecy and for some reason or another, you have found End Time Ministries. And along the way, we build a relationship up with you. We email with you. We talk on the phone with many of you. And um, so we've developed a relationship, and we're really in this together. And one way we survive is from contributions from you. And so we really feel like this Reclaim America campaign is one of the most important things that we do in an effort to help this coming revival that, that we know is coming from Scripture. And so if, if you, um, I guess if you, if you appreciate the efforts that we make here to share the truth, even when it's hard to talk about, I challenge you to give $100, uh, give $5, whatever the amount would be. I know that if everyone watching this video gave uh, just a little bit, or if everyone listening on the radio just gave 5 or $10, it would be totally finished today. And so I'd challenge us, um, as we're doing this show together, uh, maybe we could wrap this campaign up today. I know that we can. Uh, we just need some participation and some help to do that. Doug, this is some crazy stuff that we're talking about. And we've got more on the other side of the break. I mean, we now have somebody who is trying to say that they're transracial. And we can't wait to tell you about that because the times that we live in is crazy. And so stay tuned. Give us a call, one 877 end 1-877-363-8463. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your questions about these matters and how they relate to Bible prophecy. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. 
When you subscribe to Into the H Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search Into the H Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Can something be true to you and not true to me? That's what we're talking about today. And uh, if you needed a news flash, here it is. There's no such thing as your truth. There's the truth. There's my opinion. There's your opinion. But there's only the truth. There's not your truth and my truth. Doug, I am so sick of people telling us things like uh, men can have babies too. And mm. women can compete in the men's. Uh, or vice versa, sports. Yeah. Uh, there are so many things that people have proclaimed as their truth that is so far from the truth that it really makes me go, Lord, can we please speed things up even more? Right. Can we please get to your second coming? I'm raising two kids in this world. I know. And we pray that the Lord will bless us with more. Yeah. And I'm going, I have a big job to do as a dad. Yeah. Um, and not just a dad, but I have other people that I'm connected to. I have a big job to do to hold on to this truth, yeah. the truth, not this truth that I've created. Right. The truth. You yeah. have a big job to do. We are in this together. And if we don't step up and start praying and start reading our word, the Bible, uh, and making that a priority in our lives and making it a priority in our lives that our children know what this word says. And by the way, if you don't have a physical Bible, you better get one. Yeah. Because they can turn your phone off uh at any time. I mean, yeah. this happens every single day. They can cut that. You know, there could be a big server. Um, totally forgetting the word, but uh, your server can be um, stolen. It's not stolen. That's such a terrible phrase. But whatever it is, they, they ha- hacked is what I'm looking for. The, the servers can be hacked, and now your Bible app no longer works for you. And if you don't have a physical Bible, you need to get one because you just never know when that website that you rely on or that app that you rely on is... Um, gonna not be available we need to be in the word every day anyway because one day they might come take the bibles you know i mean who's who's to say they're not going to do that one day and just outlaw bibles and have a bible burning and why wouldn't they yeah i mean because it goes against everything that they believe and uh, the other day you know we did i know this isn't part of today's show but the other day we had a thing where tax exemption was going to be taken away from a religious um 
agency because they said that their ideas lined up with the Republican Party. Yep. You remember that? Yeah. That's crazy stuff. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't mean to get off. It's just that's where we are right now. It's we are taking your calls. Uh, the number to call is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Before we do, we want to get into the next story, which is probably the most unbelievable thing you'll hear today. But in this world, maybe not, Doug. Maybe I guess not. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, it's an article written by Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire. It says, in a stunning display of courage... And he's being facetious, I'll just tell you, out of the gate, because if you don't realize that, it will be confusing. But he's being facetious. In a stunning display of courage, a white British TikTok influencer has revealed to the world that he identifies as Korean. Yeah. Uh, we have a photo that we'll display uh, as I'm reading this at some point. But Ollie London has been getting plastic surgery for several years in an effort to, as Newsweek article puts it, resemble their K-pop idol, Jimin, of BTS. London, who also identifies as a non-binary, has completed his surgical transition and is ready for, to fully live his life as the gender-fluid Korean that he's always been deep down. For too long, he's had a Korean trapped inside his body, and now with $150,000 of assistance from cosmetic surgeries, his true East Asian self has emerged like a bruised and swollen butterfly from a fleshly cocoon. In a video <laughs> recorded just after his latest... Pers- I tried to read without laughing, but I, know, I can't help it. Hard uh, Ali explains that his surgically adjusted eyes and nose and other features now confirm him as a tried and true Korean. Bigots might voice disagreement, insisting that one must actually be from Korea or at least have Korean citizenship in order to be considered any sense Korean. They might even argue that surgically narrowing your eyes to resemble Asian facial features not only fails to make you Asian, but it also is insulting and degrading to the real Asians, of which you are not one. But Ali deftly countered these arguments in a series of tweets, disarming and debunking such discriminatory talking points. Quote, being transsexual is the same as being transracial because you are born in the wrong body. In other tweets, he announced that trans rights are human rights and that there are millions of underrepresented transracial people in the world and I want to elevate their voices and help them live their truth. There it is. Mm -hmm. And be themselves. Yeah. So, uh, I mean... Come, Lord Jesus. (laughs) He's got a point, you know, when he says this is the same as as a transgender change. I mean... So let me get this straight, Vince. So this this person was not born Korean. That's right. He's British. You got it straight. Okay. And he was born a male, but he's like he's not anything. He doesn't consider himself a sex now at all. He just considers himself a a Asian non-binary. Yeah. Is that am I on mark there? From the best of my, I don't claim to be an expert, okay. but from the best of my understanding, I think you got it. This poor soul is really messed up. I mean, when you get down to the bottom of it, this guy is, his, I feel sorry for this person because this is a person who doesn't even know Jesus. who they are. Yeah, they have no self-identity, and now they've created this one thinking this is going to make them happy. Doug, this shouldn't be crazy to us. mm Because all the other things that we are promoting, I've said it a million times, 
probably say it a million more times. You can't sit in your home and watch TV shows yeah. with that celebrate celebrates um, transgender mm-hmm. topics and and ideas, and then think that this is shocking. Yeah, this shouldn't be shocking because right. we have, as a society, consumed this stuff as if it's what we agree with. Right. And the really scary thing is 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 they're getting to our children now through some of the programs that are on, you know, like the Nickelodeon uh, channel, the Disney channel, all these kids shows, uh, Blue's Clues, and all these things that kids watch, they're promoting this. I mean, so, so why, would, why would this world that is okay with, with a transgender person not be okay with the transracial person? Because, I mean, he's got a point what he's saying there, but you see how they're supposed to be really accepting of all these different things, but yet this guy says, well, not only am I this, but I'm transracial now, and now they're coming out against him. The very people who say they support all this, they're actually coming out against this person. So it just goes to show you how messed up that whole movement is, I believe. I mean, we've talked about this before, but this poor soul, I'm scared for this poor soul because I'm afraid that this young person is going to end up finding out that this is not going to give them the happiness they're looking for. Well, that's what's going to happen. They're not yeah. They're not going to find what... The, what no. He's not going to find what he's looking for. No, because what he's really looking for is looking for God, and he doesn't even know it. Well, and, and I often talk about how important language is. It's important what we say, um, you know, because yeah. that's going to determine how we think and how we behave. And there, this movement is targeting language that we use as well. So, yeah. like, you can't say that um, men can't have can't birth babies, and so yeah. they've now started. Uh, trying to force you to say birthing person instead of a woman. Uh, similar to like house listings, you're not allowed to say the master bedroom anymore. You're supposed to say, "Believe how is this right? Owner's bedrooms. Like that's more appropriate than master bedroom because of slave owners is, is where they're saying that came from. Oh and so goodness. no more master bedroom. Uh, you have to say owner's bedroom or host's bedroom. Yeah. And... Um, you're not allowed to say mother or woman. You're supposed to say birthing person. Yeah. Well, fulfillment of scripture. Jesus said that everyone will be offended during this time. So that's where we are. Well, we better get to the phones. Uh, We'll go to David in Texas. David, welcome to End of the Age. Yeah, I'm enjoying this conversation y'all are having today, and it's very relevant to our times, is it not? Yes, it sure seems to be. Along these lines, I, I... I'll say this, every person born into this world has a right to stay lost and go to hell, take themselves to hell yep. by defining themselves that they'll never turn to the Holy Bible and read God's Word for themselves and have an opportunity to get saved and find salvation in Christ Jesus. That's the only way out of this for all of them. And they don't, they're so ignorant and uneducated, and the Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge that they stay in this syndrome they're all in. And we are in the last days, and it's going to get worse and worse on these issues for these lost individuals. And they get all the airtime because it's lost people that control the airways mostly in this country now. Yeah, They own every everything, businesses, airways, everything. And it's going to be just like 
God told us it would be. The narrow-minded people, of which I am one, and so are you one of those narrow-minded people, will know the truth. But to this this world, we're just going to be around them, but not with them. Right. We're going to be around them. We're going to see what they do, but we're not going to participate with what they do. Right. We're going to hear all this nonsense coming out of them now. And the Democrat Party is the one of the biggest promoters of this nonsense stuff, this... Uh, uh, what do they call it? The uh, politically incorrect stuff. <laughs> yeah. What they call politically incorrect is uh, the Holy Bible. Yeah. Well, they're, they're defining themselves they're going to go to hell at their last breath, all of them that believe that way. But they're not going to believe that of themselves, if that's where they're going to go, because they don't even believe in the Word of God. So why would they believe that of themselves? But that's right. where they're going to find themselves one second after they take their last breath, every one of them, whenever, however that happens to them. Yeah. But this is part of the great falling away that our country has experienced the last 40 years. I'm 70 years old. I'm three score and ten. I got mine in. <laughs> and yeah. I'm ready to go today if the Lord calls me. Well, you because know, I'm, I, I, I hate to put up with this nonsense like y'all are talking about, but yeah. it's out there. It pervades everything. Where we go, what we do, and I feel sorry for children that are coming up yeah. in this mess in public schools that are destroying their hearts and minds against God and God's Word. I feel so sorry for their parents. Yeah. I would homeschool or do anything, but I would not send a child of mine to a public school since 1980 because I saw it happening way back then. Yeah. Well, David, we appreciate you calling. Uh, it's always nice to chat with you and hear your perspective. You bring a, a different voice to the table, and we certainly appreciate you calling into our show. Um, thank you for that. What do we do, Doug? David said he's 70 years old. He's seen it happen over all these years. What in the world do we do as Christians? How, how do we? Well, you know, Vince, I mean, it, the Bible predicted this. It, the Lord told us that it will be as it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Lot. So I, I look at the world right now and I see the things that's going on and I think, uh, you know, it, it must have been so much worse for Sodom and Gomorrah for God to destroy it. You know, I mean, he couldn't even find 10 righteous people there. And, and so I look at our world right now and I know there's hope and I know there's hope because of the word of God. And I, we know because we teach prophecy. Um, and so we know that there is hope for this nation and that we really got, we have to get back to the biblical principles of this world. And the only way that we're going to be able to help reach the lost is to let them know that this is wrong behavior. So Absolutely. That's where we are. All right, well, stay tuned. We've got some more stories for you. We will take your calls, one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. And also, uh, if you want to help with the Reclaim America campaign, go to endtime.com slash USA or give us a call at 1-800-END-TIME and tell the agent that you want to contribute to Reclaim America. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, 
we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Welcome back to Into the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Just want to remind you all that Dave will be in Ann Arbor, Michigan, July 10th and 11th. For more details on that conference, go to endtime.com slash events. You definitely want to make plans to attend. He'll be there to uh, answer your questions, uh, talk a little bit with you around the uh, beginning and end of the conference, and even uh, have a live Q&A session as part of the conference. So uh, go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about that. All right, we'll get to the phones. Abel in Canada, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi, Abel. Uh, how are you? I thought you said Canada. <laughs> I'm in California. California, I'm sorry about that. Uh, that's fine. Well, welcome yeah, to the had, show. You're had, on the air. What's your question? I had a question. Uh, uh, like the last caller I was listening to, he was saying uh, about uh, people have a right to uh, basically, you know, choose, choose uh, what is it? Like the people were ignorant or something like that, right? But I, Ab- I Abel, you're a little bit muffled. If you could hold your phone up a little bit, we'd be able to hear you a little clearly. Yeah, that's better. Thank you. Oh no! I was just calling because uh, the caller I just heard right now—he was saying how, how, like how the Bible says, you know, like people are ignorant or kind of they have a choice either read the Bible or not to go to hell. But then again, I kind of disagree only because God gave us a job to uh, uh, called everyone to do, you know, and it's basically to work the harvest. We're we're all brothers and sisters trying to help one another to be saved, right? But it's also another thing that I think a lot of people miss, like the whole thing about God is God is love, you know? And there's a spiritual difference. There's a, there's a physical love and there's a spiritual. There's, they're not the same. Like in First Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, it tells you like love is patient, love is kind, you know, it doesn't boast of itself, it's not rude. Every example of this spiritual love, like, it also doesn't hold no account of wrong, so we can't blame others. If we do anything the opposite of the spiritual love of God, we're disobeying Him, because and, and anything opposite of God is antichrist. So, you get what I mean? So basically I'm saying, like, it also says love does not, uh, it, it's not self-seeking, right? It preserves, it preserves another thing too, and it's long-suffering, so like the, like the prophets, they suffered, they walk by faith, not by sight. Uh, they trust in God, and not only that, when we when we do the things of the flesh, it's sin. It's because God God wants us to walk in the spirit, and when we walk in the spirit, we crucify the flesh. But when we satisfy the flesh, that sin sin gets into us like that. You know, we like, certainly should love people. Um, you know, I I think the point he was trying to make was that. Uh, people get to choose where they're going to spend eternity by their actions in their life. Um, he might have meant what you're saying. I'm not exactly uh, sure, I suppose, at this point. But that was my my yeah, understanding of his I comment got. was yeah. 
people have the right to choose and their choices have consequences. And thus, if they choose to live a sinful life, um, they will not be in eternity in the presence of the Lord in heaven. They will be in hell. And so I believe that was his point. But yeah. God is certainly love. That's right. absolutely true. But the that, Lord also said, point. Abel, that, you know, people are going to come to him at the end and they're going to say, Lord, Lord, did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not heal the sick in your name? And he'll say, away from me, you workers of iniquity. I knew you not. So the Lord doesn't want people to stay in sin. And if we're not teaching the full truth of the word of God, yes, God is love. But at the same time, we, we've got to have his laws written on our heart. And when we become born again believers, then we don't want to sin anymore. That should be our attitude. When you're filled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, the whole reason why we're able to be filled with God's spirit is so that sin doesn't taste good to us anymore. It's something that we want to stay away from because we love the Lord so much. And so, you know, we can love people and show them the truth of the word of God in love. But we, we've also got to point out how ridiculous some of the thinking is right now of the world. Because if you believe that, I'm not you personally, but if a person believes that I can do whatever I want and as long as I believe in God, I'm going to make it to heaven, that's a wrong thinking. And, and that can lead somebody straight into the, the path that leads to hell. So we, we, it's a fine line. We've got to love people and... You know, when we talk about these subjects, I know that's why I asked for grace before we started. Sometimes I may not come across in love, but it's because some of these things are just so disturbing to me that it's hard for me to believe that people are buying into this lie because this is a lie of the devil. He's always wanted to blur the lines of what God wants. Right. I was just going to say, like, remember how, uh, like, even the Ten Commandments, right? If we, if we watch... Like all these laws are based on laws of love. The Pharisees they didn't they didn't keep the ten, I mean they kept the Ten Commandments, but their heart wasn't real. You know they try to find a way around to try to get Jesus killed. So yet if you can't kill your neighbor because then you're killing yourself. Everybody you treat you got to treat them like yourself. You know so that's why I was saying like it, God was trying to teach us like they followed these laws, but their hearts weren't real. You got to genuinely be a loving person, renewing your mind. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So that's yeah. what I was saying. What's the two commandments that Jesus gave us? Right. The first one, love you, love God with. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And he said, love you, God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one, love your neighbor as yourself. Absolutely. Right. Think about it. Thank you for one, your call, Abel. We, we are running out of time, and we've got a lot of other calls to get to. I hate to cut you off there. I just don't want to leave everybody hanging today. Uh, Doug, I think it's important what he said there is that I'm going to, put it in my words is if you're a jerk and you try to love on people and you're still a jerk yeah. it's not going to work right it's not the right thing to to be to do that right and so uh you know i, I think we see eye to eye on a lot of things that yeah, abel amen. said there yeah. um we'll go to ron in texas ron welcome to end of the age yes good afternoon good afternoon yes let me say very quickly first that uh i've learned so much from brother Irvin. it's uh, i'm so sad at his passing it's, uh, I followed him for many years and went to all the different conventions he had here in Dallas and in Arlington. So uh, I just uh, I still feel grieved that he's gone from us. But he's in a better place. Amen. That's exactly right. The, <laughs> the question is, uh, you, you guys shocked me today about this transracialism. I had never heard of that. I thought I was all up to speed on all the different weird things. 
at work, they have this thing going on. Look, I'm, I'm 68, so I'm talking about people half my age or a quarter of my age. They talk about transhumanism, where some of these kids, and I call them kids, they think they're raccoons or skunks or, or lizards. Or, oh, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. They, it's absolutely horrible. I cannot believe that these, and I, they are. They're children. They're yeah. 20, and they're in their 20s. They have no idea what the Bible says, no idea what's coming on this earth, and uh, it just makes me sad. So, uh, so you guys trumped me. I thought I was, I thought I was on, on the cutting edge, but uh, you guys really trumped my, my thing today. <laughs> well, transhumanism is pretty out there as well, and yes, mm. I've heard of it. I have Doug, too. I think you have. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you calling and uh, bringing that up, and we're glad that, that we were able to bring a current event uh, to the air to help help explain yeah. what's going on in our world. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys are doing great work. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Thank Ron. You, we Ron. appreciate your call. <sighs> Maybe next week, Doug. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Transhumanism? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll go to Kevin in Washington. Kevin, welcome to End of the Age. I hear it's real hot there. Yes, it is. It's a lot a lot hotter there than it normally is, right? Oh, yeah, normally, except today it's not too bad. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, welcome hey, to the was, show. You're live on the air. Yeah, thank you. Hey, I was uh, was calling about was with all of these, it seeming to be okay for everybody to decide what they want to be. Can I decide to be the Pope? <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you, you can decide personally. <laughs> if that's your truth, Kevin, I mean... Right, huh? I should be able to go over there and walk right in the door, right? Who am I to say that that's not the case? Oh, you sound like the Pope when you said that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's about how much sense it makes, Kevin. You're right. I mean, I I could identify as the president today. (laughs) I might be doing a better job than the one we got. I don't know. Oh, uh uh-oh. I I would definitely vote for you, too. (laughs) All right, Thank Nor- you, Norville, 2024. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. We appreciate your call. We'll go to Jose in New York watching on End of the Age Plus. By the way, if you're not already on End of the Age Plus, you should be. Watch.endtime.com. All right, now we have a 14-day free trial, so go check it out. Jose, welcome to End of the Age. Vince, uh, God bless you guys. God bless you. How do you like End of the Age Plus? Oh, End of the Age Plus is amazing. I have... I'll be honest with you, I know we're stuck for time, but if I keep talking about it, we'll go all the way to, you know, well, it's going to be 5 o'clock here. I'll take you an hour. <laughs> End of the age plus is an absolute must, especially during this period of time where you need the truth. Yeah. And um, it's beautifully broken down. Uh, there's so much content there that I don't have time for it all. I'll just say that. <laughs> and it's amazing. Very good. Well, thank you, Jose. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Uh, and it sounds like you would recommend it. <laughs> Yes, I really would. It's been over a year already. It just renewed right now, and I freaked out when I went to go on it, and I saw that uh, that I couldn't. And it was like, oh, it's, and I was like, why didn't I have this automatic? And I immediately put it right back on, and it, it's just great. It's beautiful content from way back when lessons to current right now. It's, it's, there's a lot. There's a lot there, and it's really good. Thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Well, uh, what's your question today, Jose? Well, my well, first of all, with this conversation that you and uh, Doug are having, this is incredible. I was talking to my wife about this earlier, and I told my wife, you know, lies in, a, lies in and of itself are bad, but they become really bad when they're confronted, especially when they're confronted with truth. And 
truth, in essence, is what ends up becoming the problem, not really the lie. If somebody lies to you and they keep lying and you don't know the truth, then everything is all fine and dandy. Once you're confronted with the truth, then we have a problem. And I think that has always been, you know, the issue all over the world with everything. People lie all the time and just it blows up when the truth comes out. So it's very important to have the truth. Now, I feel, you know, as Vince mentioned, I feel like I have a divine obligation to tell people the truth. Above all, to tell people the truth in reference to who God is, the world we live in right now. But there is something that comes with that, and what comes with that is you end up feeling rejected. You know, and I know Jesus was rejected, and I know he said he was bringing a sword, you know, for division, but we can't deny that pain. That hurts, especially when it comes from family. And um, I've had that situation... I don't know if you guys have had that with people that I love and it's like, especially with what you guys are talking about, transgender, you know, homosexuality, lifestyle, LGBTQ. And when you tell them the truth, obviously they don't want to deal with you anymore, right? It becomes one of these things where it's like, get away. But I, I can't stop because I feel it so much in my spirit where it's like, but I have to tell you because if I don't, then I'm being disobedient. How do you deal with that? I don't know if you guys have had that. How do you deal with, you know, okay, when they choose to reject you, because obviously, I mean, and, and you do it in love. And actually, I haven't even told you that. I feel like I have to tell you out of love, whether you agree or you don't agree with me, that's fine. Well, Jose, I've but, got 60 seconds, but I'll tell you how I deal with it. Uh, okay, basically, yeah, so. I don't just walk up to a random stranger and, you know, unless they have spinach in their teeth or something like that, mm-hmm. I'll tell you. But I'm one of those that will tell you. But I don't walk up to a random stranger and just start telling them like it is. You know, I build a relationship with people, and I do it with people that I have a relationship uh, established already. And I, I'm just, I mean, Doug, we've had many conversations that maybe some people would be uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have a relationship where we can talk to each other in yeah. that way. And so I guess, like we've talked about a lot here in this in this portion of the show, is. It starts with love, yeah. and uh, you know if we have that love, and everyone knows that, and we have a, a good good amount of communication that builds trust, we can start talking about things that sometimes are uncomfortable. We hate that we're out of time, but we are. Uh, please help us with the Reclaim America campaign. Go to endtime.com/usa. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.